Welcome to Lambs to Lions. You're listening to the weekly podcast with Pastor Matt Funk. Let's just get right into this, men. I want to do communion with you. Um, I kept the title, the same title I've given it uh, for the 1030 service, and I called it The Hunt. And I don't know if you've ever been uh, looking for someone or something and you didn't find what you were looking for. That maybe you, you were looking in the wrong place or maybe you were even a little too late. You know, right place, wrong time. Um, and, you know, it, it talks about them getting up early in the morning. So I thought, you know, what are you willing to get up early for? Well, obviously, I can look around this room and I know the answer to that. But what and who are you prepared to take with you? What and who are you prepared to take with you? You know, the first time my grandfather ever took me uh, hunting, we got up early. Like, I'm talking early in the morning. Like, when most people would probably just go to bed, that's when we got up. Uh, so there's a lot of preparation, apparently, when you're going hunting and things you got to do. You don't just grab your gun and go, right? You got to grab all the right equipment. You got to be dressed for the weather, especially in southern Manitoba. Because <laughs> most of the season's really cold, especially in spring. You're going out where there's snow. Um, but my grandfather told me that, you know, we had to be prepared and we needed to be in the right position. We need to be in the right place if we were hoping to hit our target and, um, and hoping to find what we we're looking for. So if we, if we came too late, I was told that there's a big possibility that we will scare away our target or we won't find what we're looking for. And if we didn't come prepared, we wouldn't be able to complete the task. So if you're willing to get up early, which we are, and if you're willing to be prepared, God has something for you, for those that are ready to receive. And I believe that God has something for us. As I posted on the post last night, I promised you that, because it's his word, that he would have something for you. And I believe that he does. And um, if we're ready to receive, he's going to give us exactly what we need. It might not come in the way that we thought, we're always in the time in which we thought, but the Lord has something that he wants us to take home today and take to the workplace throughout the week and to take into our community with those that we may meet. So you ready? All right. So I want to start with that first verse. That first verse in Luke 24, verse 1 stood out to me. It says, on the first day of the week, very early in the morning, the women took the spices that they had prepared and they went to the tomb. Now, my points are going to sound a lot like prayers this morning. I, I changed them up a little bit. Um, because they're, they're really, this is really personal for me. This is all personal for me. But the first point is I wrote, Jesus, give me strength to rise early to meet you. Lord Jesus, give me strength to rise early to meet you. How many of you know that um, it's not natural for many of us to get up early in the morning and our body doesn't always tell us what our heart needs, right? And so that we, we fight those things and we know the joy of the Lord is our strength. And in our weakness, his strength is made known. And, and my prayer is the same for you guys, that you would ask the Lord every day to give you the strength that you need to meet him, to seek him first in all things, Matthew six thirty three, so that all things will be, yes, added unto you. But that we would prioritize, you know, getting up early, rising early and to start our day off with him. 
You know, the conviction hit me again this morning. Every time I reach for that coffee is that Bible before beans. You know, that as simple as that may sound, you know, the Lord has taken some things in my life and, and showed me that like, are you really putting me first? Are you really seeking me first? And, and that might look different for all of us. Uh, but what we can see from the scripture here, there's, there's importance, right? There's several clues that the scripture gives us when we read. And this is something we could just read over and be like, well, oh, pastor, that's not important. Well, it's all important. There's success that leaves clues, right? And let's start with the facts, what we just read. When did this take place? Very early, that, at that time, yes, but when? What, what, what day of the week? First day of the week. What's the first day of the week that we have here? Sunday. Sunday is the first day of the week, right? So it was, took place on Sunday, and yeah, when did it take place? It says very early. Um, some, say, some transcripts say when the sun just came up. You know, just before the sun came up. And what were they taking with them? Spices, right? That they had prepared, meaning they weren't coming empty-handed. They, came, they were coming prepared. So it was Sunday. It was very early in the morning, and they were prepared. And this is something that we need to look at every time when we come to God. We also know that this is on the third day, and like James had said, that it was prophesied, and Jesus himself said, this is what's going to happen. On the third day, I'm going to rise. This is the third day. And what were they hoping to find? Well, they were hoping to find Jesus, but they were probably looking for the body of Jesus. Were they looking for the risen Jesus? And what are you hoping to find when you rise early in the morning with the Lord and you get up and you start your day with him? Yeah, it's that expectation that I believe is going to bring on the anointing. So one of your blanks I put in there is they came prepared. So if you haven't filled it in, they came prepared, ready to receive. They came prepared. And not actually what to receive. They actually came prepared in what they could give to the Lord. And now some people might think that 7 a.m. on the first day of the week is... Uh, is a little bit silly to be gathering and seeking the Lord, but not in this house. Say, not in this house. You know, many will go to work uh, weekly and early to work for themselves, and yet they'll sleep in on seeking and serving the Lord, and they miss out. But anyone that's done this for any length of time has seen the results in it. You've seen the fruit in it, and that's why you're here. And that's why we're growing. And so success leaves clues. And in Mark one thirty-five. A couple other verses for you. I just want to point out, it says, very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up. He left the house and he went off to a solitary place where he prayed. It's important that we get away alone with God. There's times that we just need to be alone with him, and then there's times where we need to gather with others. Both are important. But we need to seek him alone, to, to have that special intimate time with him it might look different for everyone. For, for me, it, you know, Sunday morning is 3.30 in the morning next to the fireplace and my Bible in hand and coffee in the other hand <laughs> after I've gone to the verse of the day and did my own devotions and readings first, right? Some of you guys get those scriptures I send out. Psalm 119, 147 says, I rise before dawn and I cry for help and I wait for your words. I think we get good at the crying for help part. <laughs> we need work on the waiting part, right? We need work on the waiting part. Those that wait upon the Lord will renew their strength. They will rise up on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. 
Come on, not be faint. So when you get up early, what are you bringing to Jesus? What are you bringing to Jesus? In John 19, 39 to 40, it says that this is this was before that. It says that, and there came also Nicodemus, which at first came to Jesus by night and brought a mixture of myrrh and alloys, about a hundred pound weight. That's a lot. They took the body of Jesus and wound it in linen cloth with the spices as the manner of the Jews to bury the dead. You know that when Jesus was born, the Magi brought to him frankincense, gold, and myrrh. Interesting, eh? You know, I looked up myrrh, and and it's a a fragrance that we know that is used in incense, but it is also used in embalming. An interesting fact, some experts believe that myrrh even helps the body respond to fight against COVID-19. Isn't that amazing? Just the things that the Lord has given us, if we just go a little bit deeper in what he's doing. Verse 2 says, they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. Lord, Lord, send your angels to roll away anything heavy that gets in the way from me meeting you. Come on. Lord, send your angels. Send your angels to roll away anything heavy that gets in the way of me and you. That's my second point. In the Gospel of Mark, chapter 16, verse 3, it says, and the women asked each other, who will roll away the stone from the entrance of the tomb? <laughs> right? They had come prepared with what they had, and they realized that there was a big stone that was put in front of the tomb, and even Roman soldiers that were told to guard the tomb. Because the religious leaders, the Pharisees, had heard that of this prophecy and that, that he would rise on the third day. Even they knew. And they thought, well, if we don't do this, their disciples might come and steal the body and then claim that he is risen. You see, again, they were prepared with the spices, but they didn't know They didn't know how they were going to get to Jesus because of the stone that was in the way. Man-made religion at times can be like a big stone that gets in the way of Jesus. Isn't it true? I like what James said, brother of Jesus in Acts 15, 19, let us not make it difficult for those that are coming to know the Lord. You know, I mentioned that the tomb was also guarded by these Roman soldiers and and tried to keep the followers from getting to the body of Jesus. Some people do things that they don't even know. I remember when Jesus was on the cross and he said, forgive them, Lord, for they know not what they do. I'm sure those Roman soldiers hadn't yet believed in Jesus until the angels showed up <laughs> and the ground shook and the angels Move the stone away. So what seems to be in your way lately from getting to Jesus? Could you just write that down? Is there something that seems to be standing in your way lately? Seems like a big stone, and you need a little bit of help, a little bit of God's super in your natural to roll that thing away that's standing in the way between you and Jesus. 
So I mentioned that about the violent earthquake that's in um, Matthew 28, verse 2 in the gospel. It describes this, that there was a violent earthquake where an angel of the Lord came down from heaven, going to the tomb, rolled back the stone, and I like this, and then sat on it. <laughs> Come on. I'm not just going to roll away. I'm going to sit on this thing. <laughs> and you're going to know there's a risen God. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> right? The angel not stuck around for people to witness the angel. It would be like, well, somebody else might have known. This guy did it. <laughs> right? And how many times does God show up in our life and, and uh, we need to give him the glory we need to point to what Jesus is doing in our life. Not, not like, oh, this great thing just happened to me. Here's my praise report. Here's my testimony. Everything should point back to Jesus because every good thing comes from God. And he, if he could do that with a stone, he can do it with whatever's getting in your way. Psalm, one, uh, Psalm 91, 11, it says, for he will command who? Come on, Rick. He will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. You haven't read Psalm 91 lately. You better start reading it out loud. He will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all ways. Wow. Finally, this is the, this is our part to play in the prayer. This is my commitment, and then I will, I will run. I will run towards the resurrection. Because in verse 12, it said, Peter, however, got up and ran to the tomb. Bending over, he saw the strips of linen lying by themselves, and he went away wondering to himself, what had happened? How many times have you had a God encounter or a God moment, and you just taken a moment to say, like, Lord, what just happened? <laughs> what just happened? To take time to reflect what just happened? In the hunt for hope, what will you run towards? Others who believe may think at times that miracles seem like nonsense. Nonsense. You know, Paul said in 1 Corinthians fifteen fourteen, and if Christ had not been raised, our preaching is useless and so is your faith. So is your faith. Men, would you stand with me? You see, that empty grave is evidence of our risen Savior. The empty grave is evidence of our risen Savior. In Matthew 28, verse 7, the angel said, Then go quickly and tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead and is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him. Now I have told you. I wanted to mention that the first time that I went hunting with my grandpa, we were hunting for turkeys. <laughs> I don't know if any of you have been hurt at turkey hunting before. It was a blast. But we were left empty-handed that morning. And we could hear them, but we couldn't see them. Jesus' followers didn't see him that morning. But later that day, he would reveal himself to them on the road to MMAS, about seven miles from Jerusalem. That's 11 kilometers for us Canadians. And Jesus himself came up and walked along with them, but they did not recognize him. Check this out. It wouldn't be until they 
invited him in to their house and he broke bread with them in communion that they recognized him. And you may feel at times empty or even having problems seeing Jesus along the way, but he is with you. John 10, 27 to 28 says, my sheep, they hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life. They will never perish and no one, say no one, will snatch them out of my hands. In Romans 10, 17, it says, faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. This is the time, man, when we're going to take communion together. In 1 Corinthians 10, 16 to 17, it says, Is not the cup of thanksgiving for which we give thanks a participation in the blood of Christ? And is not the bread that we break a participation in the body of Christ? Because there is one loaf, we are many are one body, for we all share in the one loaf. 1 Corinthians 11, 23 to 27 says, "For, For I received from the Lord what I also pass on to you. The Lord Jesus, on the night that he was betrayed, he took the bread. And then when he had given thanks, he broke and said, This is my body, which is given to you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, this is the cup, the cup of the new covenant in my blood. Do this, and whenever you drink it, remember of me. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Verse 27 says, So then, whoever eats the bread or drinks of the cup of the Lord in an unworthy matter will be guilty of sinning against the body and the blood of the Lord. So before we take communion together as we worship, if there's anything in your heart that's been standing between you and the Lord, any stone that you need him to roll away, would you just ask him for a moment to search your heart? And if you need to ask for forgiveness, ask for forgiveness, coming before him with a pure heart. You know, this is something that we do as Christians. You know, one of the One of the steps in taking communion is we must be followers, disciples of Jesus. And if you haven't yet received Jesus into your life to be Lord over your life, you can do it right here, right now. For Paul, the same author that that wrote what we just read, said, if we believe in our hearts, confessing with our mouth that Jesus is Lord, and believe in that God the Father raised his son from the grave, that we will be saved. Believing in your heart, confessing with your mouth. Before we take communion, I think it would be beautiful to just do that right now, to pray all together. And whether you're coming back to him or coming to him for the first time, just invite him in before we step into this time of communion. Can we do that? Let's pray. Just say, dear Jesus. I can't hear you. Dear Jesus. Dear Jesus. There we go. Thank you. Thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. And thank you for overcoming sin and death. and being risen on the third day. I ask you into my heart to be Lord over my life 
and to forgive me of all my sins. I choose now to follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Just stay in the moment. I'm just going to continue to pray over the elements, and then you guys can come forward and take them. Father God, I thank you for what you've done in this place, in this space of your grace. I thank you for dying on the cross for our sins and overcoming sin and death. I thank you for your body broken and your bloodshed. Lord Jesus, if there's anything inside of us that we need to deal with, Lord, we ask now that you would deal with that thing. We come before you asking for your forgiveness. Lord, we want to come before you, before the cross, and realize the cost. Lord Jesus, as we'll take the bread, we remember your body. As we, take the, as we take the juice, we remember your bloodshed and the promise that you have given us and everyone else who will call upon your name. We worship you now and we honor you. With these hands that we've been given, we take these elements and with the hands that you've given us, we will also worship you now in Jesus' name. Amen. Why don't you men just come forward? I'll be standing there. Take the elements and just... Take them at your own time as we worship together. Thank you for tuning in today, and thank you for continuing to partner with us and for giving so generously to this ministry. If you would like to find out more about how you can partner with us, visit our website at www.wherepeoplematter.church and click the giving link. And don't forget to subscribe and share this with your friends. See you next time.